What is up, guys? Welcome back to another exciting episode of Guapish Rule 34. As always, I'm your host, Nico, and today I am being joined by my co-hi, Tanner. Ni hao kai lan. And, of course, I've also got our OG-san himself, Jackson. Who, me? Yeah, yes, you. No way. Nico, what's up with all this Japanese you're spitting at us? Well, Tanner Nikolai, uh, we've kind of gotten to the point of the show now. We're kind of rehashing a bunch of old ideas if you catch my drift. Uh, and as a result of that, we decided to uh, plumb around in the old depths of our old catalog, you know, see something that uh, we'd like to really revisit. This time around, we decided to check out uh, making Tanner read Dogens again, you know? What? Yeah. What episode did we do that in, by the way? Uh, oh, episode it's been ages. <laughs> episode 69. <laughs> uh, so, Tanner Nikolai. Yeah. We had you read uh, a couple of Dogens this week, four to be exact, which is a double yeah, exactly, a couple. Four. Uh, mm-hmm. Which one would you say that you'd like to really start with this time around, man? Honestly, I'm just going to go in order of how I read them. Yeah, that sounds good to me, my man. That sounds good to me. So... The first one I read, I don't remember who submitted this one, but it is uh, Ranko de Wakaru. Yeah. Who submitted that one? Uh, that would be me, Tanner. Right. So the only wrote, uh, wrote the only note I wrote uh-huh. down is uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> only one note, eighty pages. This, you know, what is there to say? It's uh, you know, it's child porn for eighty pages. You know? No, it's not. It's more than that. It's it's pretty fucked <laughs> all around. I, I wasn't a fan of this one. <laughs> not a fan. Describe a little bit for you for us, your Tanner. I, no, I just us, it's child porn for eighty pages. Give us, give us the plot synopsis. I feel like you yeah. want to talk about that. Because that. <laughs> Walk us through uh, it here, man. Okay, so the plot is like a hot young teacher shows up to a middle school. Yeah, she's pretty hot. And then she gets fucked by her students every day for the rest of her life, or whatever the fuck. Yeah. That's the, that's the plot. There's more that's to it. That's the whole thing. There's more to it he than forgot, that, man. What more is there to it? man. <laughs> that was still just child fucking. <laughs> what about the massive black This one emotions? wasn't even funny or anything. It wasn't funny, it wasn't... Well, it was gross, but it was gross in more of a metaphysical way than, like than like vor or something at least that's got some humor in it this was this was just child porn that you made me read what about the massive black dude in it what yeah he fucked the children too what do you want me to say like is it is it it, uh, am i missing anything did you like the milf at all tanner was she cool what are you even talking about she wasn't even that old (laughs) She was. I didn't like her because she was exclusively having sex with children. I think you have a chance with her, frankly. Yeah. I didn't like anything about this one. This one sucked and wasn't. Tanner, funny. in the hentai tag ranking thing, you put Shoda at like an S tier or some shit, dude. You were way into Shoda. What changed? He had an awakening. I guess in Shoda, you usually don't see the kids' dicks or something. I don't know. They, I feel like they always about? explicitly show that they've got little wieners and showed up. 
either that or they're like we saw little wieners in one of our movies too so this is (laughs) this is going to be a banished episode frankly we just got on streaming services and we're already going to get expelled from them yeah yeah we've been born one too many times this episode already (laughs) you're gonna have to bleep all of that shannon uh i'm not going to so you weren't into this one at all man come on no i wasn't into this one i think this is a solid dojin myself uh I guess there's really not much more to say about it. I when I was going through this, uh, I was trying to just find chapter two of this because I just really wanted to find the massive black dude for you to read about. Um, okay. Unfortunately, though, I had to do chapter one and two. They didn't have a standalone for just the second chapter. Little did you know, Tan, there are two more chapters after this one. Actually, we get to see the children graduate. Wow. And it's just a massive orgy with them and their parents as well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like. Jackson made me read much more than that anyway, so... Yes, sir. So that's, for your, that's true. So for your second dojin, then, Tanner. For the second one, I guess, was Nico's other one, which was Nemu no Ni Zenpen. Zenpen? I don't remember... Yeah, I don't remember what happened in this one at all. I only wrote down, only eight pages, thumbs up. <laughs> well, I It was ma- eight pages long, and I've already forgotten what was in it. Well, you see, I made you read, like, an 80-page one, so I want to balance it out somehow. Fair enough. Yeah. So in this one, Tanner, there's a centaur girl, uh, and she gets, like, fucked by goblins or some shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then the goblins are, neat. Then the goblins get killed, uh, and I guess, like, their semen that was inside of her comes out of her body and forms a bigger goblin. Yeah, a fully formed goblin. Yeah. They have a very fast reproductive cycle that works inside other species yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. Sure. They got goblins that are type goblins. Yeah. But uh yeah, you know, that one was kinda kinda neat, I guess. You requested a centaur, so I went for it, man. I do I do remember saying that now. You're right. Thank you very much. Yeah, I don't remember her being a centaur, to be honest, but if you say so. Yeah. So for your third dojin then. Third one was uh the first of Jackson's, which was uh Zenkoku Kyodai Musume Fonduchan no Ech- Eki Ichi, huh? Echi? Eki? How do you pronounce that one? It's the cruel, gigantic, Fonduchan, sexy slaughter time. Hey, let me finish the rest of the name. (laughs) Nagiaku Satsu. I liked this one. This one was funny. This is the kind of stuff I want to read in these challenges, you know. Uh, It's like, uh, it's like... (laughs) The the girl is kind of like Deadpool, where she's fourth wall breaking and whatever, and, uh... You know, she just goes around killing people, and killing people makes her horny, and you know, all that fun stuff. Very gory, this one, I'll yeah, tell you. Yeah, this one is incredibly violent. She's also got acid cum, so that's neat. Yeah, she's got quite the ability set, frankly. Mm-hmm. I really didn't like the scene where they're inside of her stomach, and they're just, like, fighting for their lives to not get fucking melted in her stomach acid. Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. Uh, and I will say with this one, I legitimately tried to find part two because it mentions at the end of the book, there's a part two and then I never found anything. So, no, oh, well, part two of this, that's what they say, at least. Yeah. Initially, I was actually going to recommend pretty melt, which is a very similar style dojin to this. This is like pretty much like one of the very first dojins I ever read. I think I was just like clicking a random button on Hentai at some point and it popped up and I was just horrified by it and it stuck with me for a very long time. Uh, but then I found this one when I was like browsing that same tag, and it's like pretty well, but like worse. 
That's pretty good. Slight one with yeah. this one. Pretty much pretty. Yeah, I, uh, I'll give this one uh, two thumbs up. I like this one. Not really. Uh, and then, of course, Jackson had me read the entirety of Metamorphosis. The critically acclaimed uh, fucking story by Shindal, dude. How'd you like it? Who who are the critics that acclaimed it? Everyone. Yeah, everyone loves everyone, uh, Metamorphosis, loves man. It. Yeah, one seven seven. Yeah, uh, you know, it's got a little bit of everything, and therefore, uh, you know, everyone. You know. Yeah. It's got uh, you know, it's got rape. It's got pregnant porn. It's got one of those is for me. Incest. It's got three of those is for me now. Drug use. You know, it's it's just you know it's just uh it's just got everything. It starts out kind of normalish, and then progressively go gets worse and worse and goes off the rails. You know, I was enjoying it up until she got pregnant. Everything after that just uh it just made me a bit too sad. You know, <laughs> thankfully that's pretty close to the end at that point. It's only like twenty. True. Days. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, for me personally, it's uh, up until like uh, her mom fucking beats her for screwing her dad. You know, mm, that's a that's a good uh, choice as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor now, girl, metamorphosis Poor is a dojin that I personally uh, was not have never also read Jackson. Uh, I checked really? it out like yeah, I checked out like bits and pieces of it over the years. Uh, however, like the actual full ass dojin of metamorphosis, I'd never actually read. So this is a, quite a new experience for me as well here, dude. Oh, you read it too? Yeah. Why'd you do that? To make sure that I could also talk to you guys about it. Okay. Yeah. I read all of them. Jackson also read all of them. That's true. Yeah. We're all in this together, Tanner. Yes, sir. She had sex with homeless people. That's another thing. So, you know, if you're into that. And the homeless people are really explicitly like, by the way, I've got STDs. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, we're dirty. We're smelling. We got STDs and we're going to give them to you. That's what makes it hot. Huh. I, I guess so. Yeah. If you say so. Yeah. It's a sad story. Poor Saki. R.I.P. Saki. Well, I suppose that's been our Dojin section. Which one did you like the most? What was the most entertaining to you? Oh, the uh, the, the most entertaining was definitely uh, Zengoku Kyodai Musume Fonduchan no Eki na Gyaku Sasu. Yes, sir. Sexy slaughter time. <laughs> Now, the question that all of our Dorian fans want to know, though, Tanner, uh, did you jack into any of these? No, I very purposely, uh, you know, jerked off right before I read all of them. You coward. Come on. You're the coward. Did you jack off to Metamorphosis? I tried. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it just wasn't enough for me, though. uh, Unfortunately. You had pages, man. Yeah, I had to switch over to uh, the other one, uh, the classroom one or whatever. Why Why would you admit to that? On... <laughs> it's a joke, Tanner. I didn't actually. I know, but like, <laughs> do you think these uh, Apple podcast fuckers, do, they, do you think they know how to take jokes? And we're getting uh, the fucking FBI sent to our house. We're gonna golly, get I hope so. Too. I'm very curious. They use Apple products. <laughs> they are the joke. They can't get them. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, now that we're on like so many different streaming uh, sites, uh, I'm really excited to see like uh, how different uh, people interpret the show, you know, on all these various platforms. <laughs> interpret? Yeah. Like the Rumble people obviously are going to love us, but... Apple? Yeah, the Rumble people, they're they are down to clown every day of the week. Yeah, those people over on fucking Rizzle or whatever the fuck that one's called. Uh, Dazzler? Yeah, Dazzler. 
You know those people are freaks. Yeah. They're going to be like, that's my favorite manga, dude. I jerk off to a different page every single day. <laughs> to be fair, that that one's just full of copious amounts of content. So uh, I feel like that would be doable. No comment. <laughs> well, there you have it, guys. That was another four doujins for you, Tanner. Are you feeling more like a cultured individual at this point? Oh, dude, I can feel the, the culture seeping into my veins, much like heroin. And soon it'll be seeping out of my dick, much like homeless STD-riddled cum. <laughs> How graphic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of STDs, uh, Tanner, as uh, as like a few uh, young single men at this point, uh, have you decided to get back out onto the uh, uh, onto like the grindage at all? The grindage. Yeah. Uh, I was for a little bit, like you know, after I broke up. Or got broken up, whatever. Whatever the fucking nomenclature is. When my relationship ended. After the dumpening. Yeah, but I've decided... Today, I decided I'm gonna start... Uh, I'm gonna try really hardcore to just get my life in order, you mm -hmm. know? And so I'm, I'm done with sex. I'm not gonna be masturbating either. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm working out. I'm eating better. I'm trying to figure out how to make money. There you go. You're going full nofab. Yeah, I was hoping to start going to church today, but I woke up too late, so... That's fair, dude. That'll That's have fair. to start later. But yeah, I'm trying to get, get my life in order, you know? Are you there doing you no-poo as well? Huh? Are you doing no-poo as well? Yeah, no-pooing. <laughs> It'll have to dissolve and become piss if it wants to come out of me, <laughs> you know? True. That's admirable, Tanner. I'm happy to hear it, pal. Now... Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Now, I have a bit of a story for you guys here, okay? Uh, so, Tanner, in, in your many years of, uh, going out, doing, uh, being on the hookup game, you know, uh, did you mm -hmm. ever hook up with a, a fine lady or gentleman who was a, uh, a bit of a, what's the word, hypocon, not hypochondriac, fucking germaphobe? Probably. Okay. Actually, yes, I, I can think of someone specifically now, yes. There you go, there you go. Happy to hear it, man, happy to hear it. Uh, so the reason I asked this is because uh, about a month ago or so, you know, I, I was down in the pits. I was in a bad, bad spot. And uh, I just decided, you know what? There's this guy, a cute girl talking to me right now. I'm going to go for it. And you know what? I had my very first hookup experience. Whoa. That's crazy. Yes, sir. Where are we ranking her out of 10? Uh, like, uh, <laughs> uh, what are we ranking here? Like her looks or like... Uh... Yeah, obviously. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so I would say she was like a solid seven i guess okay that's why i was gonna assume yeah why would you just assume that tanner why would you just you assume get i think a seven's a good no i think seven is a solid number to be like okay casual sex can and will happen here there you go. uh so the fact that she was asian also may have played a part in it uh you know i i missed out on that during my trip to japan so i feel like i had to make up for lost time so was she japanese or a different one she was korean Oh, okay. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Jackson is seething with jealousy right I'm now. Pissed, I'm pissed off, man. <laughs> I'm pissed off. So the reason I bring this up is because there's a fun story to go along with it, you see. Okay. Uh, Who was home when this happened? Uh, I went to her place, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. How many people were at her place? Uh, only her from what I saw. So. Uh, yeah, the roommate was sitting there, like, against the wall. Your cup. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I went to her apartment, okay? 
this was right after I got finished having a job interview, uh, which I ended up getting mm. later that very same week. So nice. I get to her place. Uh, she opens up the door. She's wearing a mask. Okay, you know, like uh, like a fucking face mask, uh, like we had to wear during COVID or whatever. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh huh. How how did this happen then? If you're like showing up to her place and she's already there, like you got her number at work or something, and then later on you went over to her place. No, she didn't work there. I met her off of, like, fucking Tinder. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, It was gotcha. right after the job interview. We had uh, we had set up beforehand. I went over there after that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she was wearing a mask, guys. <laughs> now, this already seems like a tad bit of a red flag. That's a very strange thing. Uh, it is. Yeah, and then the moment I get in there, she's like, okay, uh, go take a shower now. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> what? <laughs> did you go through with it yes what the fuck she said she's very desperate she said she's very sensitive to smells uh so i had to go take a shower to uh, to wash off any stank or like any cologne or whatever the fuck i was wearing uh by the way like this is a sign that this girl has done this a time or two uh i well, yeah. asked her apparently she had a she had experience with four men that, that was her body okay. count okay yeah so, I, I went ahead and I took a shower. The entire time I was in there, I was uh, terrified. I was thinking in my head, uh, someone's going to fucking open up the door and just, like, take my clothes, and I'm going to be left with nothing. Uh, they're right. probably going to, like, kidnap me or something. But you know what? I'm yeah. in this deep already. I may as well go for it. Might uh, as well double down, you exactly. know? Exactly. Uh, so, I'm not going to go into explicit detail or anything like that, you know? I, I don't just want to be uh, having a big old conversation about, like, plowing Here. some... Yeah. Instead of going into explicit detail, let me ask. Yeah. Has she contacted you since then? No. Damn. Yeah. That sucks, buddy. It was that bad for <laughs> I would assume not. So. He's a stinky uh, guy. It's like, this fucker, he stinks so bad. <laughs> That's not what happened. <laughs> uh, so eventually. Did she keep the mask on? No, she didn't. Uh, eventually okay. she ta she takes it off once we uh, get to chatting a little bit before the business, uh, and uh, she asked me, okay, like how how do you want to start this or whatever, and I'm like, well, uh, no, uh, normally like making out uh, is usually what I go for, and she's no 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 kissing at all, <laughs> that's totally off limits. Interesting. Yeah. I only kiss people I love. <laughs> at this point, she has taken her mask off though. Uh, so what ends up happening is. Uh, you know, there's a little bit of foreplay going on. There's a little bit of that happening. Uh, but the entire time, she also takes a bunch of, like, fucking, like, wet wipes and, like, wipes my body Dude, down. Dude, why, why did you <laughs> stick around for this? This is insane. <laughs> because she was a cute Asian girl, man. <laughs> and I was down bad. I needed something. Dude, apparently you were, like... <laughs> Uh, uh, fucking before I even like eat her out or anything, she also wipes down her vag as well. So, dude, <laughs> I just got the taste of this fucking like sanitizer yeah. in my mouth. <laughs> my man saw every rat red flag you could possibly see. Yeah, I would have fucking. But he's red, green, colorblind. Uh, so yeah, that was very strange. Uh. <laughs> Beyond that... Also, I thought you've said previously that you don't eat the poos poos. No, I, I don't eat ass, Tanner. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with eating pussy. Think of how clean her ass would have been, though. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Beyond that, uh, I don't think there was too much else that was super eventful, fortunately. Uh, from that point on, it was pretty, like, bog-standard shit. Uh, when she yeah, inis- pissing, yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly, pissing on me and shit like that. Spitting in her mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when she initially, when she initially uh, got, got my old schlong out, it wasn't hard yet, because, you know, we weren't really doing much. Uh, and so she kind of had a disappointing look on her face. Uh <laughs> But then once we got going, baby, uh, then uh, she was having a uh, she was having a bit more trouble, you know. What do you mean? Uh, fucking, she was initially just having trouble fitting it in, you know. Okay. Yeah, and so it took like a, a bit of lube to get her in there, and I'm not a particularly uh, hung guy either, so. Uh, yeah, I know you're not. Exactly, you've seen it, Tanner. We've all seen it. It, it really is shocking. That we've never seen any of each other's dicks, even accidentally. I tried to whip it out the other day, Tanner, but you stopped me. I'm sorry, man. I thought you were pulling a gun out, to be honest. <laughs> no, I'm not packing quite yet. Uh, for anyone, is your dick a noticeably different color from the you know the rest of your skin? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I'm black where it counts. Lighter Tanner. or darker? Did you miss my joke, Tanner? Did you miss it? I did miss it. I Go said, ahead. And I'm repeat. black where it counts, Tanner. Okay. Yeah. How about you, <laughs> Jackson? It's the same fucking color. Okay. I don't know. Interesting. Well, yeah. I suppose there's not much variation possible because, like, it's not like your your dick's gonna be darker than the rest of you. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a little weird if it was. To be honest. Yeah, we're normal down there. I wish that was the way, like, genetics worked, where it like really is just straight up piecemeal. Like, what part of you is from different parts and whatever you know. Like, like you have a biracial kid, and they have like their their left arm is just like fucking East African, dark as the night sky, fucking purple, and then their right arm <laughs> is like fucking Belgium, you know, fucking translucent, bottom of the ocean white. That'd be great. That'd be very funny. That'd be a little silly. Yeah. To circle back here real quick, I forgot one thing here. Uh, she complimented me a decent bit and told me I had nice, I have nice tits. What? You have nice tits. Yes, I have nice tits. Is what she said. Did, did she misspeak? Did you did you ask? How her good what that was meant? her English? Uh, her English was decent. Uh, there'd just be like. Wait. Well, okay. Hold on. Not American. No, she was Korean. Like I said. What so that... she's like an exchange. Obviously, yeah, we just a... assumed she was Korean American, buddy. <laughs> she, she's an exchange student from Korea. Interesting. Oh, yeah. That makes the body count much more believable. Yeah. And also the germophobia much more explainable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, she had like a, she didn't understand some words uh, quite enough, you know, like I said, uh, fucking tits or whatever. And she had no idea what I was talking about. Or no, uh, fucking uh, boobs. That's what it was. I said boobs and she didn't know what I was talking about. She was like, oh, tits is what you're talking about. Did she have nice tits? Yeah, they were pretty good, I guess. Pretty good. Yeah. How tall was she? Uh, maybe like five two. I'm guessing. Okay. Yeah, she was pretty short. Would you say she's the hottest person you've had sex with? No. Okay. Okay. How do you feel post this happening? Like, do you do you foresee yourself engaging in the hookup culture much more? Fuck no, it was god awful. I never want to do that again. Oh, okay. I mean, that was a, that was a pretty rough experience, but that was also that was very, very that was <laughs> unbelievably awkward. There, are, I mean, obviously, you know, I have a significantly higher body count than you. Even I probably only have a handful of experiences that are, you know, equivalent or worse than that. 
I mean, once we like got down to business, it was fine. Uh, that, but that's so much up front that you had to like mentally did she make process, it help, help you know. Clean up afterwards. Uh, no. Did she have a protective cover over her bed or she, something? She didn't. No. Thank around it. She didn't go. What? Like, how much further could she have taken this before you would have, like, maybe bounced? Uh, give you an enema. I feel like if I heard like anyone else in the home, then I would have. Okay. Did it seem like she does have roommates? Uh, no, it didn't seem like it. From what she was saying, like, uh, her fucking family just pays for her to live over here or some shit. Like, uh, I guess she may come from a fairly affluent home. Well, you get your she's in there, an exchange man. student, so. Yeah. You gotta cope with shit like that, man, to make it work. <laughs> yeah, co- cope with all that, Jackson? I'll totally do yes, that. Yes, sir. Cope. Cope. Uh, fuck, I had a question, but now I'm... Now I don't have one because I forgot it. Yeah. Ultimately, uh, I don't. I, I just don't think hooking up is for me, my man. Yeah, you don't strike me. It's it's unfortunate for you because uh, if it were for you, you'd be very successful. But alas, <laughs> shame, dude, shame. Oh well. But uh, hey, at the end of the day, it's another fun story, I guess. Oh yeah, you're gonna tell that one to your kids, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. Beware! Forget you're. Are you planning on having kids? Yes, that's good. What about you, Jack? Wait, no, I know Jackson is a no. Yeah, Jackson and I are planning on having kids together. Okay. Yeah, with each other. Yeah. We're gonna adopt (laughs) if we can. How many? If you. (laughs) How many kids are you hoping to have, Nico? Uh, two or three, I'd say. Okay, my goal is five. Jesus Christ. Why yeah, five? What, what a round It's got to be pretty tough. I, I just think, you know, I have a lot of a lot of love to give, and, uh, like, my kids are just going to be fucking awesome, so why not have a bunch of them? Uh, you should marry a Mormon. And I need to cancel out these liberals. <laughs> That's my mindset, <laughs> Tanner. That's my mindset, Trying to dude. save the world with not having kids. Fuck you. Exactly. Like, Tanner, fucking, like, at this point... All of, like, the high-class people or successful folks out there, they're, like, either not having kids or waiting, like, a super long time to have them, you know? Or, like, maybe they'll just have, like, one or some bullshit like that, you know? Uh, all these career-driven mm-hmm. women, they don't want to have any children. And so what's left, Tanner? What's left? Who in America is having kids at this point? It's the fucking, the like— religious. No. <laughs> It's, it's the fucking. I mean, workers, yes. bricklayers. It's the fucking swamp people you see at Walmart all the time. Okay, they're the only ones having children at this point. They're having a shitload of them because and, the only things, and religious people. They're the only things that they can do. Tanners, fuck. Okay, they're just plowing yeah. all the time because they can't afford like any. Uh, they can't afford. They can't afford Netflix, so they exactly. have to have sex. Exactly. You know? <laughs> it's all they do. So I have to balance it out. I feel like it's my. You know, it's simply what I have to do in order to make sure that we have some non-swamp people out there. See, we're coming at this from opposite directions. I'm trying to cancel out the elitists who are not having children, you know? It's like the same reason why I eat so much meat. It's so that I can know in my heart that I'm canceling out at least two or three vegans out there. There you go. It's also why I don't recycle. So I can know that I'm canceling out a couple of recyclers out there. Well, I mean, Man, I don't like the yang. I, I, <laughs> I am a societal yang to so many yins. Well, I personally don't recycle because I understand that basically all of it just goes to the landfill anyway. So, like, what's the point? Yeah. 
But you do recycle cardboard. I do recycle. I lied. But, like, I'm not that big of a stickler for it. If I'm like, well, I don't care enough to, like, look up if this thing is recyclable or not. I'm just throwing it away. <laughs> Aren't yeah, there usually they... symbols on everything? Not though? always. Sometimes, too, like, I'll be at, like, my parents' house. My parents are fucking super, super hard on recycling. Your parents are fucking hippies, so. They, to- they totally are. They're absolutely hippies. My dad loves Grateful Dead. Uh, but... <laughs> But yeah, no. Every every time I go to throw something away, my mom's like, "No, no, no, no! You got to recycle them." I'm like, okay, sure. And then like every once in a while, I like check on it. I'm like, okay, this has a recycling symbol. So I go and throw it in the recycling, and then she'll call me. I'm like, that's supposed to be in the fucking trash. I'm like, what do you fucking mean, woman? What there are no rules me? with it. They just make this shit up, man. Yeah. Nico, yes. getting back to our previous conversation uh-huh. real quick. Let's say hypothetically, an eight out of ten. Yeah. Is like, hey, wanna hook up? Do you go for it? No. Okay. Okay. A man of consistency. I mean, look, dude. I, I just feel like... Th- I, I Hold need... on. A nine out of ten. <laughs> uh, I, I ultimately just feel like, Tanner, uh, I need to have, like, a connection, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, it, uh, otherwise, it just overall made the sex feel very meaningless. Like, even in the moment. It is meaningless. Exactly. <laughs> it, Let's it... say... Zendaya uh-huh. lands in your backyard in a golden helicopter and she says, Hey, I need to fuck now. Will you do me? I mean, at that point, it's just a fun story, okay? Like, that's Zendaya <laughs> there. Factual. Who's your uh, biggest uh, female celebrity crush? Victoria Nico? Justice. Okay. That's an interesting choice, I guess. She's so hot. <laughs> That's fair enough, I guess. Yeah. I like the cheekbones. Well, I appreciated this story, Nico, and I can't wait for Jackson to eventually have his own hookup story that he can tell. He does. And I won't tell. Already? He won't tell it, though. It didn't actually happen. It's a farce. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, when he does have one that actually happened. <laughs> it was fabricated. <laughs> it was a myth. It's that fucking, uh, whatever that TV show is of that guy being like, false, fake not true yeah. <laughs> you thought so yeah whatever i don't even know what that's from i've just seen the fucking meme of every single episode of whatever he says where he's saying like nah this is bullshit i yeah. think it's called like fucking factor fiction or some bullshit like that factor there you go yeah it's a myth it's not true yeah He's got great presentation. We should get that guy on the podcast. Do you think we could track that guy down? I feel like we just need to find anyone for the podcast honestly that's true if we you know never mind i'll leave that for off-air drama but but someday we're gonna find another person okay we're gonna find mm-hmm. somebody to Is finally Blake be a enough? guest on the show we're gonna find somebody to lean on i tell you what yeah speaking of leaning on how about we lean on our uh, old mainstay guap at the movies what the hell was that I don't know. <laughs> I was free. I was freestyling something, man. Fair. Don't hate on the man too hard. He's like bearing his soul he was, over here to us. I thought he was trying to, like, you know, replicate something. Oh, the pick. Uh, it was patterns. the. Uh, it was that little song that plays during like the 21st century logo. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Nico, what did we watch this week? We have some bullshit. True. Some bullshit. Yeah, some, some bullshit. bullshit. I hated all these movies. None of them were very good. <laughs> Jesus Christ, who recommended these ones? Uh, so first up here on the docket, I do believe that we watched a little movie 
uh, that most of you may not have heard of. It's a little something called Spiderwick Chronicles, okay? It was kind of a big deal when it came out. Mm-hmm. And do you know why it was a big deal, Nico? Uh, it's based on a book. Not just that. It was the first movie I ever saw with blood in it. Holy shit! Whoa. Why do you know that? I just, I don't, I, it, that's how big of an impression it left on me, I guess. Yeah, I see. <laughs> Honestly, maybe me too. Uh, I can't really tell you exactly, though. Like, I was fucking shocked when they had blood in this movie. I was not expecting it at all. Uh, yeah, like, surprising, surprisingly gory with, like, the fucking slash marks and stuff in some of the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And also the way the goblins fucking, fucking dissolve. Oh, Yeah. Reminds me of that giant, uh, fucking porn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A 2008 film. I'm pretty sure I saw it in theaters, too, so I would have been, like, nine? Uh, I guess if it was, like, that late, I had probably, like, in passing, seen movies like fucking Jaws or some bullshit that had blood in it. Uh, but, like, a movie I actually sat down and watched, then yeah. Well, actually, hang on a second here, Tanner. Uh, Finding Nemo has blood in it. I mean, like, real, you know, real fake blood. <laughs> <laughs> On a real what life human movie, being, a fish. What is this movie even rated? I'm pretty sure it's rated R. Why is that? I don't think that's true. Why is that just not readily available information on here? I don't know. I'm on fair. IMDb. Why do they not have the rating, like, right there in the front page? Oh, there it is. Oh, it's PG. Holy shit. So yeah, I, I definitely saw this in theaters. Yeah. So anyway, Jackson, you chose this movie. Why don't you tell us a little bit about her? Oh gosh. So like the plot synopsis? Just anything, man. Just tell anything. us about well, it. Whatever you want to tell us about it. Yeah, I I picked this movie originally because I had read all of the books previously. Uh, and I really just wanted to see the movie. I don't think I've ever actually seen this movie after watching it. I've only read the books. I also also don't remember anything about the books either so that didn't help anything it was basically just like one scene that i wanted to see and it wasn't it it wasn't in the movie i also don't know if that scene was even in the books at this point i'm kind of tempted to go and read like the first book again just to make sure that i'm not fucking crazy what yeah, scene was it it's like the kids they get to their new house and there's like some like room in the attic where there's like chocolate him around they have to like solve puzzles to help them kind of like learn more about stuff but i just i think was how they found the book and like the secret room in the actual book and not the movie in the movie they just fucking start poking a wall because there's some fucking thing running around it and then they break a hole in like a a dumb waiter in which they go up into the secret room from there and then that's when everything starts happening but yeah yeah basically family moves out uh out from new york into the countryside because they're fucking poor uh because like their house was like given to them for free uh, kid finds that aforementioned book in the attic, uh, it unleashes great danger upon them, uh, because they take it outside and some fucking goblins that are outside want it because they'll, like, rule the world or something if they get their hands on it. Uh, one of his fucking brothers gets taken, that's how he learns about the big bad guys, uh, and then hilarity ensues, frankly. Hilarity, including, <laughs> fun fact for you guys, uh, mm -hmm. Red Cap, the Red Cap Goblin, in this film is voiced by Robin Williams. Red Cap? 
Yeah. The one with the hat, the pirate hat. Yeah. I called him Pirate uh, Goblin the whole time. He's a red cap, which is a it's a very common uh, sort of like trait for goblins to have in uh, mythology, you know? Did we actually have Robin Williams in every single fucking movie we watched this week? No. But it would have been lie. funny if he was in this movie. That, I was going to say there's no there's no way that's true. <laughs> it did take I was kind of like, hoping that was somehow true. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they, uh, there's like a big battle at the end when like the goblins get a piece of the page and they go and have like the power to invade like the seal around the house. Uh, and then the fucking pretty bad guy... lucky of them to get that specific page. Yeah, how right? How can how convenient for them, frankly. <laughs> also, why did Spiderwick write that information down? Because he was writing everything down, man. It's the tome of forbidden <laughs> knowledge. I guess, but he's like, here's how you specifically yeah. defeat this protective circle I made. Yeah, exactly. There's the only way. I mean, his instructions were to never let the book leave the house. So if it never left the house, then I guess it's not a big deal. I don't know why you'd need that knowledge, though. Like, why would you ever want to go out of your way to remove the protective barrier around the house? I, I guess if you want to let more uh, more creepy croblins in. Yeah, I guess so. Speaking yeah, of maybe... the creepy, the creepy croblins, I actually really like the monster designs in these movies. The CG was okay for its time, uh, but I like that the monsters weren't just like super derivative of what you'd expect, like a goblin or whatever the fuck to be. They're all like pretty unique, and I, I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, very amphibious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like little froggies. I just want one as a pet. <laughs> Now, getting into the villains, by the way, uh, what do you guys think of the main threat here? The Ogerstein, as they call him. Uh, I don't think they build him up very well. They like yeah, they no. really allude to him being, like, super powerful and having, like, if he gets this knowledge, he's going to fucking really mess shit up. But we don't really know how he'd do this or, like, any examples. So I don't really, I didn't really feel, like, any sense of urgency about any of this at all. Yeah, like, why does he need the book? What, what, what does that do for him? Yeah, what what in the book specifically helps him? Yeah, the implication is just that, like the same way that the book says, oh, tomato paste can fucking dissolve goblins. I guess he just has written written down these like various poisons and weaknesses that every creature has. Yeah, he's gonna poison the well for us. Yeah, but like the ogre seems fairly capable of just just killing everything himself without needing like special weaknesses for anything yeah. i mean they got the, he got trumped by children in fairness also like they're like they have like, these plans of like taking over tons of stuff they have like barely any goblins at all like their army is pitifully small there's all, like a repl replication bullshit in there somewhere that makes them so they're not just going to get mm. fucking wiped out by a single cruise missile who knows well, they'd be invisible to the humans is the one advantage they get there. Yeah, they, they're, like, invisible to humans, so why have they not, like, tried to conquer anything else? They're just fucking milling around this old house. Yeah, they want that Who book. Knows? <laughs> they need that book, dude. Yeah. The little fairies, I will say, though, those fairies who just, like, fucking screech, I thought those were really cool. Yeah, I really like the idea of those, so they're just, like, completely distorting your perception of time and kind of just, like, leaving you in a trance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one thing relating to those fairies, actually, um, and mostly just with the uh, like the garden area that the guy was on, I'm I'm not like a hundred percent sold on this from the books because again, it's been a while since I read them. But I remember from the books when the guy that was you know sent to that area, the fucking original Spiderwick or whatever. Um, yeah, Spiderwick Crime. Yeah, exactly. He came he came back to like help them or something with the big bad guy, and then he fucking you know turned to fucking dust because his like all the age caught up to him. He just like basically vaporized 
Uh, but in the movie, his daughter just turns back to a child. And just Why the fuck does she turn into land. a child, by the way? <laughs> yeah, is she is she still mentally eighty as well? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, it's it doesn't really make any sense, or they don't explain that. I guess it's just like we want a happy ending for him, you know? There's too much violence in this movie. Yeah, the moment she said, "Let me come with you," I I, I fucking yelled at the screen. I swear to God, if she turns into a child, and Dylan looked at me, I was like, "Well, why would that happen? That doesn't make and any sense." Did. And sure enough, and show sure enough, yeah, the what big a shitty bad just getting eaten, eaten. <laughs> Why as he turned into a bird was pretty fucking goofy for me as well. Like that's really. I thought it was funny. I liked that part. That was a little silly, but like the big bad guy getting taken out in such a comedic way is like, I don't know. It didn't really fit the theme of the movie ton for me. It felt kind of out of place. That was the only anticlimactic. That was the only thing about the movie that I remembered at all. But like Jackson, they build it up so much. Like literally all that little fucking all that little fucking pig dude is doing the whole movie is going around eating birds. And, like, we see the bad guy turn to a bird a couple of times, so, like... I don't mm-hmm. fucking care. <laughs> I st- I, it's not going to change the fact that I still thought it was goofy. Like, I it know is all of goofy, this, but I don't think it comes out of nowhere. I feel like they build up to it fairly well. Still, I still I still think it's an anticlimactic way of ending all. Yeah. I think, I think it would be cool if they, like, used some dolls from the book or something to, like, cast a spell or, like, make some concoction specifically that can take him down. I think that would have been a better way of doing it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's just me. But then Hogstein never gets his comeuppance. Who fucking cares? You're just some comic relief character. <laughs> I liked him. You lo- only liked him because he's voiced by Joe Rogan. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's totally true, <laughs> of course. What are the odds I saw two movies with Robin Williams and two movies with Seth Rogen in them this week? 100%. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, Seth Rogen was a background character in Google Hunting. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, guys, do we have any final thoughts on Spider-Man Chronicles at all? No, I think it's a fun little fantasy romp, and I, I kind of like that they do take this more uh, violent approach, even though it's, like, ostensibly a children's film. Yeah. Well, what about you, Jackson? Did that about everything for you? Oh, gosh, I thought this movie was pretty goofy overall. The motivations for a lot of the characters' actions kind of seemed mostly for, like, driving the plot rather than being, like, rational choices. Uh, wasn't a huge fan of it overall. Not uh, a huge so, yeah, fan I guess I'll, I'll, yeah, I guess I'll kick off the rankings here with a C minus. I think a uh, below average film. Slightly below average. Okay. Okay. I, uh, I think the most direct comparison this one has is to Bridge to, to, Dare, Bridge to Terabithia. And I like this one more, so I'm giving it one spot above it at a B plus. Plus, there we go. That's actually my direct comparison as well. I I think it's about the same tier of movie as Bridge of Terabithia, to be completely honest with you. Uh, and I grade that one a C minus. Yeah, I definitely agree with you guys. I definitely place it about Bridge of Terabithia level. Uh, yeah, I'll just rank it as the same thing I ranked that C tier. Tier. All right, and okay. Dylan rated it a B tier, which puts it at a B minus overall. Okay, okay. Yeah. And which since... also puts out the same tier as Bridge of Terabithia. There you That's go. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how things work out like that. Right? Speaking of working out, uh, uh, uh none of these other movies had to do with working out, Tanner. Uh, uh, they mentioned working out in Goodwill Hunting. I guess so, but I don't want to talk about that one right now. Let's talk about Good Morning Vietnam first. Okay. 
Good morning, uh, Vietnam guys. So this yeah, is for. Go. I was just gonna say to start off. Can we each give our best good morning Vietnam? Yeah, why not? Okay, I guess I'll go first then. Let me just channel the mind of of Robin Williams. Does yeah. anyone have a rope? <laughs> Too soon, man. How long did he ago did he? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> No way. You would have liked that joke, though, you know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, here I go. So let's let's give it a little... Good morning, Vietnam! Something like that. Yeah. Jackson, how about you? Good morning, Vietnam! That was pretty good. Pretty right. good. Good morning, Vietnam! That was definitely the worst out of us three. Yeah, that's fair. Brutal. <laughs> So it was anyway, good speaking morning, of Vietnam hanging. this week, guys. So, good morning, Vietnam. It's a movie about Robin Williams going over to Vietnam, believe it or not. He has to mm-hmm. do a radio show in the morning. What? Uh, huh? This guy. And also at 4 p.m.? Right? Yeah. How does that make any sense? Uh, this Organic. guy got yellow fever, and he got it hard, okay? He sure he was so down bad, dude. Like the moment they got to this country, he was already thirsting after these women, trying to chase them down, much like how I tell Jackson to do every time we pass a cute lady on the street. True. <laughs> Understandably so. How often are you guys out walking around in public? Oh, constantly, man. We're looking for them fresh on honeys basically every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. We Always on the prowl. Specifically for that reason. Yeah. Oh. That's right. Uh, Jackson, uh, back in the day before he moved out here. He was constantly, uh, you know, patrolling around on, like, Bumble and Tinder and shit. And he noticed uh, something peculiar, that a lot of the Asian women tend to live over in this area. Uh, which is why he decided that uh, we should maybe uh, hop That's on over here That's not true. Well. Is that true? Are you that much of a fucking degenerate? No. I mean, I made the, I made the observation that I saw, like, basically every single Asian <laughs> chick I saw lived in, like, the exact same town. But we just happened to, you know, find a place out here. That was nice. We're kind of looking for everywhere. I don't believe that for a fucking second. It's still like a 20-minute drive to where the Asian girls actually are. Okay. Mind you. Okay, if you say so. I feel like we're setting a pretty Brad precedent in this episode. I got a Brad say. precedent. Yeah, Brad <laughs> precedent. <laughs> uh, uh, we should maybe make like a full-on apology video at some point to the Asian community, but... Uh, and all we've done is say they're hot. I'm sorry, your women are so attractive. <laughs> That's fair, okay? Fine, no apologies. If you want us to, like, actually, like, stop this uh, fucking degeneracy, have less attractive women, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say the hottest woman I've ever hooked up with was Chinese, so... Oh. Ni hao. Uh... <laughs> Speaking of Chinese. Yeah. So... I think that the best place to start off with in this film is that uh, that little uh, fucking Vietnamese guy is pretty horny, ain't he? The guy running the bar. What's his deal? Oh, yeah, the gay guy. (laughs) Back when you could put degenerate gay people in in movies. Yeah. I miss those days. Yeah, man. He needed those naked pictures of, like, their calves and shit. Yeah. (laughs) Related to that, I wrote one of my notes. I wrote down was <laughs> this is the first anti woke movie, because like a lot of the plot is them like making fun of people that are like, dude, you can't fucking say that. That's not that's not funny. They literally say that at some point in the movie. That's it's true. Really Think about time. it. Think about it. Think yeah. about it. Speaking of which, though, uh, I think they're right. Though uh, I think that my biggest complaint about this film 
is that uh, I just don't really find anything Rob things Robin Williams does on the radio very funny at all. Like they keep telling what? us that he's really Nothing? funny. Not really. Like they... I guess let me bring up my next thing. Uh. What's your favorite joke from this movie? For example, my favorite joke was. <laughs> I know you can't. I know we can't call them dykes anymore. You can't even say lesbians. It's women in comfortable shoes. That one was pretty funny. <laughs> I thought that one was decent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, I like this movie a lot more than like the serviceable comedy. I didn't really. The comedy was not the reason I actually liked this movie that much. Mm. Uh, I definitely wasn't super into the radio talk show stuff at first. Uh, but yeah, I run like I don't know, quarter of the way through the movie, I actually started uh, enjoying the radio talk scenes a lot more uh sort of picking up pace a decent amount for me okay yeah i found the character i found the character dramas overall like the most interesting part uh you know mm-hmm. ju- just like him growing closer to the vietnamese people particularly this uh young student of his uh i, I thought that was pretty sweet uh and then he uh, slowly realizes over time oh shit this guy's a fucking terrorist uh are you saying slowly realized over time yeah like he, he kind of realized that, that out one immediately <laughs> In one uh, in fun sw- one fell swoop, he realizes, oh shit, one this swell swoop. <laughs> he goes, this guy's a terrorist. Oh shit, uh, and I feel like that created a lot of great drama, uh, the likes of which we haven't really seen in any of the films we've watched thus far. And uh, you know, it j- just like everything with Richard Nixon, particularly, I really liked. Uh, I feel like he should have appeared maybe a little more in the film, but uh, what little we got of him was really memorable. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah, I really didn't expect this movie to be such, like, a striking commentary on war, honestly. I was definitely going into this more as, like, this is going to be, like, some silly comedy movie. Uh, But it was definitely, at least from my perspective, a lot more of, like, a commentary on war and uh, the people affected by it. Which I really enjoyed. I'm a big fan of this type of flick. Uh, Like, when they were, you know, interchanging, like, Vietnamese life, you know, they're really trying to ingrain what's going on. And, like, splashing back to fucking... U.S. troops and stuff setting up shop there. The talks about like importing tons and tons more people, and then you know the big emotional scene when the the terrorist kids giving his speech about his opinion on all of this. I thought it was all very well done, frankly, and I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, now Tanner, as a uh, as a big warmonger yourself, how did you feel about the general commentary of this film? Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, obviously having your uh, country occupied fucking sucks. But at the same time, we had to chase them commies out, right? Is yeah, that we had thinking? to stop the communists, of course. Because, like, being occupied by the communists was going to be so much worse. About what I expected from Tanner Nikolai. Uh, so, yeah, overall... Really... What did you guys think of those French Vietnamese girls? Were they hot? No. No. I'm What? I may or may not be looking at more pictures of French Vietnamese uh, women right now. I think they had nice bodies but ugly faces. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm about in the same camp as that. Interesting. Yeah. When do we figure out the age of the chick that Robert Billy was trying to hit on constantly? <laughs> she she looks like she could be in like the early 20s, but she could also be like in high school still. We don't know. Yeah. That does make it a little bit dicey. <laughs> yeah. That is what I was thinking the entire fucking time he was, like, taking her out to places and shows. Like, wow, he really does just look like a predator here, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like some fucking old man hitting up some young-ass girl. <laughs> some foreign girl, like, barely speaks his language. <laughs> yeah, I thought the scene would be, like, he goes to, like, go on a date with her and her entire fucking family's there. It was hilarious. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. I'm curious, I'm curious if that's something that actually happened. Maybe it, 
happened back in the 80s. I don't know. Um, I'm sure it's not as much of a, a cultural thing anymore. But yeah, that'd be pretty funny though, good. Over on vacation in Vietnam, going a date with a girl for like a random fling thing. Her whole fucking family's there. Yeah. Take her out to a movie. I mean, hey, it's a thing now here in the United States, Jackson. Uh, white women will have like the, their groups of friends come and like judge you on your first date. That's totally different. They're just trying to get your fucking food money. <laughs> That's fair, dude. All right, so boys, uh, Tanner, stop fucking looking at the French, uh, Vietnamese women already, okay? Do you have any? I'm sorry, they're so hot. Do you have any closing thoughts on this film? Oh, so one thing for me is like, it it just kind of ends, you know? Like there isn't much finality to this movie, or like because the war's still like, going on. I think it's an allegory for. It. Yeah, I get that's fair enough, but yeah, just. Uh, it just kind of finishes up and then fades to black, you know? What, did you want his, like, plane to explode as he was leaving or something, Tanner? Yeah, sure, some, or, like, or like even to resolve the whole, like, he was friends with a Viet Cong at all. I, don't, I like that they don't show the Viet Cong getting executed. I'm a big fan of that. I didn't want to see that guy get killed. You know, he was just doing what he thought was right. Yeah, he probably died more than likely. He, he most likely got fucking shot, but, you know... Yeah, his entire family Listen. may have died in, as well, you know? Yeah, they probably got publicly executed. Yeah. Listen, man, better dead than red, you know? I guess so. Uh, one standout scene to me personally was when Robin Williams was uh, chatting with all the army dudes as they were, uh, you know, just uh, stopped in their trucks. Uh, I feel like, you know, that was pretty sweet, okay? That was a very touching moment where he got to see all the looks on their faces and see how he's been inspiring them to keep going, you know? How he's just mm -hmm. like, you know... A, a, a little uh, breath of normalcy in their days out there. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, uh, something I liked, I found I found kind of interesting, was when he does uh, confront his friend, he he says something along the lines of, like, we're, we're doing what's best for your people, or so, it's something like that. I'm like, okay, so even though, like, Robin Williams' whole character is being kind of a subversive, you know, he's playing, like, hippie music and shit like this, and he's like... Yeah, he's not, like, super bought into the whole military ethos or whatever. He still believes that they're there doing good. Yeah. Which I, I thought was uh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, he's basically just saying what he's been told. He just got he just got there. I'm sure he's not, like, incredibly familiar with everything. Yeah, but I feel like he's also been characterized by, like, not particularly listening to authority, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, well, I think the cinematography, that's another thing I actually really liked about this movie. My, my final closing thought on it, uh, I thought it was pretty well done. I, li I liked a really uh, large amount of the shots in it. I thought a lot of them were pretty creative. Especially like the ones that took place inside the actual recording booth. I think they did a really cool job with the, uh, the windows and stuff and how they were portraying everything with that. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. And the set design as well. Like, they really made me feel as though we were in like the jungles of Vietnam in this film. Yeah, one more fact, <laughs> in Cambodia. Yeah. All right, so Crazy. Jackson, with this, what kind of rating do you think you'll be given this film? Me first again, who we feeling special today? Uh, this one I'm giving a solid S tier, right there, on the bat. The rare S tier. Yeah. Wow. I think that I really enjoy this movie a lot. Um, I think the commentary it did was really good. I think the cinematography was really good. I thought the acting was really good. I don't have a lot of complaints about it, to be completely honest. Other than just they start being a little bit slow, and it's, mm. you know it's an older movie, so there are some like sound issues and stuff. Like what, the the way we are watching it, for some reason, 
if something loud was happening, it was really fucking loud. Like, yeah. it was peaking like crazy. So, like, the when the uh, the printers were going up, it was so ridiculously loud. Like, we were just getting ear raped. But I, I'm imagining that's probably more of, like, an issue of the thing I, uh, I legally downloaded onto my computer from a legal source uh, rather than it being... Stop blaming the sites, Jackson. Blame the movie. <laughs> it was sure their poor... problem in theaters. It was their poor sound mixing that did it. Of course. Maybe. Anyway, Nico, what were you thinking? Yeah, uh, I really like this movie as well, Jackson. I thought it was quite good, quite good. Uh, really, my biggest problem with it is, like, keep telling us that Robin Williams is so funny. Oh, ho, 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 ho. he's doing such a good job. Oh, ho, ho, he's so, he's so hilarious. I, I, I'm just busting a gut at the guy. But I didn't find him funny at all. Uh, that said, I still think it was very good, well done film. Uh, I'm going to give it an A+. I think you're just jaded, Nico. Jaded? Honestly, this is yeah. like one of those movies, actually, where I could say that if you... I don't even know if I'd take that as a valid complaint. Because clearly everybody in the movie thinks he's fucking hilarious. I actually thought he was pretty funny for the most part. But, like, there's, there's super in him. His whole goal is to, like, improve the lives of these soldiers and, like, you know, make them want to, like, keep going and boost morale. Uh, and he's doing his job. Even if yeah. he can't, like, see a comedy, maybe, at least it's, like... The performances he was putting on, I think, were quite impressive. How quick mm-hmm. he was, like, rattling stuff off. Factual. And it's funny that Nico says A+, because Dylan also gave it an A+, and I'm also giving it an A+. There we go. Holy smokes, an A-plus sweep this week. Yeah. Did Sucks we say what John gave the Spider-Man Chronicles, by the way? Yeah, I did. Okay. And I'll say it again, it's a fucking B. He gave it a B. Okay. In uh, Good Morning Vietnam, the average is out to an S minus. Kick rocks, boys. It's still last year. Three A pluses and an S makes it an S minus? Guess so. That doesn't I'm not, that I'm not doing math this, out. I'm not doing this math manually, bro. It does it hmm. definitely it biases towards rounding up. It was probably like a like a like right on the edge of like the point five. Hmm. Okay. You're, you're welcome to do the math yourself, man. Yeah, Maybe that, I that will, huh? That that ties it right there. With that's gonna be easy. That's easy train. math to do right there. Yeah, that's a five divided by four. That's one. He's going to look at him go. <laughs> yeah, that's like one point two something. It's it's like rounding up at something under a point five. Little did we know, it weighs Jackson's votes <laughs> more heavily. Oh, okay, of course. Yeah, no, I've got I've got bias. <laughs> yeah. My votes are worth two times. <laughs> All right, so with one uh, Robin Williams film out of the way, uh, let's hop on over to the other one, which is Good Will Hunting. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. Good Will Hunting is a film about a man named Will Hunting, and he's trying to do good because currently he is kind of bad. Uh, he's a bad boy. He's a bad boy. He gets out of his car and beats people up for no reason, Okay. Uh, he fucking goes around as a janitor, and that's bad, okay? We can't have janitors in this world. If we, we can't have that. If we had too many janitors, the world would be a little too clean, and uh, we need a little bit of bacteria so we can remain just a tad exposed, because otherwise, if we're too clean, uh, then, like, the slightest amount of bacteria will kill us. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, Nico, just so that we don't have to do this later in uh, this review, can I just open the floor up for... Just a brief, brief amount of time for you to rant about how hot the main girl was. Uh, she wasn't. What the fuck? Yeah, she wasn't hot. Huh? She seemed like an average person. 
brother, what are you talking about? Like, She's maybe exactly not, your type. Like, maybe not average. Like, a little above average, but, like, she wasn't, she wasn't very hot. What the she, fuck? She was, I just wasn't into her, okay? He doesn't like women that are smarter than him. That's not true. Her being British was really the biggest detractor for me, but, I like, thought she was Australian. No, she was, like, British. You don't know. Jackson, what do you think? Was she British or Australian? Wasn't her name Skyla? That's a very Australian She's, name. She sounded far more British than Australian. You guys don't know what you're talking about. Let's, also, I'm Tanner, looking it I just, up right now, I but just, go I ahead just, and move on. I just did the math. I just did the monster math uh, <laughs> on the uh, the ranking here for fucking uh, Good Morning Vietnam. I did the math. What math are you doing? I'm doing the correct math, bozo. So A plus equals a 15 on the point system, right? S is a 17. There are three A pluses, which is 45, plus a 17, 62, minus 4 is 15.5, which rounds up to S minus. Wait, wait, wait. Why are you minusing four? I'm not minusing four. I'm dividing by four. You I, you just said minus four, but... I said I said divide by four. It's 45, you did which not. is the three fifteens. You did... Seven. Hold on, Nico. I posted Nico. the fucking work, bro. I posted the work. Look at my work. I know. I'm saying the word you said was minus four. If I misspoke, then I misspoke. But if I did, then I meant to say divide, but I could have sworn I said divide. Anyways, it doesn't okay. matter. It's a 15.5, which is S minus. Okay. The math if you stays say so. solid. How did I do my math wrong then? Because you weren't fucking using the point system. Oh, wait, I see how I did it wrong. Wait, do I? See, it, well, all I did was I just eliminated all the other tiers, had A plus equal 1, and then S equal 3. Oh, so now I did divide by 5, or 5, it should be 6. 2, 0. Oh, 1.5. Okay, you're right. Anyways, back to Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, so back to Goodwill Hunting. Uh, I looked it up. She is indeed British, Hanner. Uh, but another Crazy. little fun fact for you. Apparently, uh, when she was like uh, auditioning for the role or some shit, uh, she was initially told that she was not hot enough for the part. Uh, That's funny. Yeah, uh, but she was later ended up getting it anyway for some reason, which I'm not going to read any more of this article to find out. But, uh, uh. yeah. There's a fun little fact for you about Goodwill Hunting. So, aside from that, Tanner, uh, I just think this film is... Yeah, go on. You know something I find kind of pretty interesting about this movie? Oh. It was it was actually written by Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Hmm. Like, they're the ones who wrote this fucking thing, which I, I'm, I find frankly impressive. Was ben, ben Affleck even in this film? He's the, the main best friend. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah, the the guy with the the swoop hair, and he get he has the cut on his face for most of it. Yeah, you didn't recognize him. I, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, trying to picture Ben Affleck in my mind right now, I don't really know what he looks like. Let me see, let me pull up a Ben Affleck. For real the most quick. part, I'm thinking of the bird. You know, the duck. Uh, yeah, the Affleck duck. Yeah, the Affleck duck. I I, I think uh, it's more of a goose, but whatever. That's 100 duck. What are you talking about? It's not a fucking goose. Yeah, it, what? How is it a duck? It's it's white. It's got the long neck. Yeah, that's like a. Fucking it's a duck. goose. That's not a. That's not what ducks look like. I've never seen a pure white duck before. I mean, uh, it's not. It's just the American pecan. It looks like that, that's the type of breed of duck it is. It's a very common duck, dude. I'm pretty sure it's a goose. It, it is a. <laughs> No, not all fucking ducks look like mallards or whatever the fuck. 
most ducks do. No, they don't. Like, most of them in Oregon, yes, we use a common type of duck here, but, like, there are lots of types, including many that look like they're just fucking white. All I'm getting is a bunch of news articles about Ben Affleck ter- telling a story about the basketball player Larry Bird. <laughs> I see. Anyway. That's pretty fun. <laughs> getting back into the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, big question for you boys. Uh, did this film make you cry at all no i got a little close there honestly at that uh the scene where his friend was going up to get him at the like the very end to pick him up mm. and he wasn't there i thought that was very touching mm. i got pretty close as well a couple of times for me it was when like uh uh will was telling his girlfriend he doesn't love her during that scene uh that was very emotionally charged uh, as well as when uh, our boy robin williams who's also in this film uh, was telling Will that it's not his fault. You know, all the abuse and shit that he suffered from. It's not his fault. Did you guys find it weird that Matt Damon told Robin Williams that he was going to California, but he didn't tell his friends? No, not I at all. I don't understand. Yeah. You didn't find that weird at all? No, because, like, fucking, uh, his best friend was telling him earlier in the film that, like, yeah, I just hope that at some point I come up to your door and I knock on in. I just never hear from you again, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, he wants him to succeed so much that he's totally fine. Just like, you know, they, he, you? Re, he realizes pretty early on that they're in like totally different world, you know, like holding him back. Yeah. Mm. But he doesn't, you know, uh, the character himself doesn't want to lose that. I kind of like the way this movie portrays their friendship. It kind of shows... Uh, that like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck who wrote this movie, they kind of do. They, I, I'm guessing they must have come from working class backgrounds because they seem to really get what that sort of atmosphere is like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely felt like a lot of the friendships I had in like high school and like uh, early middle school, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jackson's looking back on a lot of those uh, people he used to know, and he's like, "Damn, all these fucking working class people! I succeeded where they failed." They're yeah, dead to fucked. me now. I don't talk to any of those guys anymore. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I do like how this movie kind of touches on themes of, like, elitism and then, like, academia versus the working class and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How... I found that pretty interesting. Now, this is our first real character drama, Tanner. How would you feel about that kind of stuff? Because you don't really strike me as the kind of individual who would be super into that kind of film. I'm typically not. I liked this one, and it might specifically be because of the subject matter. Um, you know, I found uh, Will to be a likable character, and, you know, you want him to succeed and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I didn't like the professor too much. He seemed like an asshole, and I didn't like him uh, at all. Obviously, the therapist, I like a, a good deal. Yeah, good old Robin Williams. But, uh, yeah. I mean, is Holes not a character drama? Not really. It's an action-adventure film. Joker's a character drama. That's true. That is true. We forgot about that one. Yeah, we did. Another S-tier movie. Uh, Parasite is a character drama. I I will say, we rate character dramas pretty highly for not watching them much. They're just so good, man. It says something. I suppose so. It says something about the quality of the genre, you know? Or maybe just the quality of the ones that rise to the top that we end up watching. I'm sure there are a lot of shitty ones out there as well. Probably. Now, one thing I will say about this movie. uh, I really didn't know a ton about it going into it, you know? Basically, all I knew about it was uh, the one scene from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia 
where Charlie's comparing himself to Will, okay? And uh, <laughs> Mac needs to remind Charlie uh, that Will in the film Good Will Hunting is like a super genius who hides out as a jander, whereas Charlie is an actual jander who fucking huffs paint, okay? Uh, and I feel like they could have used a character in the film who huffs paint personally. Yeah, I, I did notice. Jacked off and do a baseball man. He probably does huff paint. You're right, Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I, guess, I, I personally don't have too much more to say about the film. What about you guys? I thought it was so cute. I really liked it. I thought it was so cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought it was a, a really sweet little film. Yeah, we really got a good breadth of uh, Robin Williams' uh, fucking like full catalog with these last couple of weeks you know we got him his mm. uh, goofy side you know <laughs> his playful side in jumanji uh we and then with these other two films we got a, a little bit more serious you know particularly in goodwill hunting he's definitely like full-on uh, stretching his creative juices as an actor you know yeah 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 i agree you're I, so I respect right robin williams a lot more i didn't know the guy existed previously yeah, uh, Jackson didn't, didn't. fucking watched. Uh, I when we were watching Good Morning Vietnam, I had to inform Jackson that uh, he voices the genie in Aladdin, which he was unaware of, and we had already watched that's, Aladdin previously. That's, that's funny. And then fucking, what even was it? It was one of the. It was either Jumanji, Good Morning Vietnam, or Goodwill Hunting. I think I think it may have been fucking Good Morning Vietnam. I was like, oh, this is the same guy from Jumanji. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was indeed good That's morning. Pretty good. Uh, I, I guess Jackson, can you explain to me who Robin Williams is Williams is? He's an actor who hung himself, I suppose. Are those the is that the only pieces of information you really have now? Yeah, to be honest, before this, when I never heard Robin Williams, I thought it was like he was like a music singer. Because I, I, I remember some... I don't even know. Was he in some, like, famous music video or something? Like, I don't in, like, think last, so. I like, think you years? might be thinking of John Williams, the guy who does the Star Wars soundtracks. No, this is, like... I'm thinking of some person that sounds similar from some, like, generic pop song, honestly. But I'm probably... It's probably something Williams. I'm just getting it mixed up. I think I know I who you're know. talking about. I don't know his first name, though. He's some black dude. It's, like, Corel Williams or some bullshit. Okay. Yeah, maybe some, something like that. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, I think the main... The main thing I was just going to add on to that is is he was a comedian, mm-hmm. primarily, who also did acting. Now. Yeah. You didn't think he was a funny guy in Goodwill Hunting, Jackson? You didn't think he was funny at all? No. I th- he had some funny moments, but he wasn't like, trying to be funny. Okay. Okay. I like the part where he uh, fucking almost kills Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah, like that, 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 yeah, dude, that grip he had on him looked like real. Yeah, he had some old, old man strength behind that one. (laughs) Yeah. I guess what are we rating this one, boys? All right, so I'll go first up here, guys. To be perfectly honest with you, I think this is like perhaps like one of the best, if not the best, film we've watched thus far. I'm giving this an S plus. Wow. Holy smokes. Uh, Jackson, what are you giving it? Uh, I'm giving it an S minus. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, giving Dylan's giving it an S. <laughs> I will say I was not nearly as blown away as you guys. Uh, I'm giving it an A. I actually liked Good Morning Vietnam more than this one. Hmm. I also like Good Morning Vietnam more than this one. I, I think the biggest problem with this one is it kind of like lags through the midway section for me a little bit. Uh... Which isn't like that big of a complaint. It definitely feels like a pretty long movie. I think I, I will think... say it may 
it may partially be my fault. I, I was I wasn't paying the closest attention to this movie. I was doing a couple other things at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like at at one point, uh, when the girlfriend leaves for California, I didn't catch that conversation really, and so I I, I like wrote down. Not gonna lie, I zoned out uh, on this one. What happened to the girl? And then like a scene later, uh, the ending happened where the guy reads the note. I'm like, oh okay, that's what happened. Come on, man. Come on. You're not giving the movie the respect it deserves, dude. I suppose not. And that's my fault. Anyways, our fifth rating gear comes from Tanitu, the person that recommended us watching the movie, outside of the patron that also recommended us watching the movie. Uh, and he gave it an A+, plus, surprisingly, even though he said it was really good and good <laughs> yeah. enough that he wanted to like, watch it with us. That's shocking. Didn't he say it's like the best movie he's ever seen? <laughs> so, I don't know, man. He thought Parasite was better than it. <laughs> This is okay. why this is why he's not a regular uh, on the podcast with the movie rankings. Yeah, he's a wacky guy. Silly little goose. Well, what, anyway, what the final... actual yeah, the actual yeah. rating that Dylan gave it as well was an S. We never said him. Oopsies. I said him. Oh, you did. Yeah. Yeah. I missed it. Anyway, that averages out to an S minus as well. No oh, damn. Fair enough. Yeah, two more S minuses this movie. Mm-hmm. I think well, both, now... uh, both uh, fairly well deserved. Now we get to our movie selections. Yes, sir. And I'd like to go first because, uh, frankly, I think we've been... We, we watched too many good movies uh-huh. this week. So I, I decided to... I wanted to pick a, a bad movie for us to watch. And so the movie I am selecting... And I need to check the year on this just so I have it right. Hey. Um, yeah, it's a Serbian film. It's not Serbian, actually. It is the 2017 Power Rangers movie. I have a story about this movie, story. but I'm going to save that. Oh, for have the you next seen episode. it already? I have actually seen this movie before. I have not I seen it. I saw it when it came out. Oh, no. Why'd yeah. you do that? I guess we'll save that for That's the next episode. That's part of the story. <laughs> anyway, Nico, what are you going to choose? Still picking the movie instead. No, I am going to be picking but the film here. I said, wasn't that the deal? Like, I'm going to be picking a film week? here, Jackson. Okay, okay. Fuck Dylan, I guess. <laughs> so a movie I'm going to be picking this week. Uh, you know, we, we've been watching like, uh, these last few weeks. I've been picking some uh, more adult-centered uh, animated films. Uh, so I'm going to be picking another animated film. This time, not adult. Instead, it's just a good old-fashioned animated film. This is one that's you know, uh, there still has to be some sort of little uh, uh, strangety to it. And the strangety this time is it's a foreign one, you see. It's foreign. So we're going to have to be doing a bit of reading this time around, boys. Uh, he's picking an anime film. I'm not, actually. This is oh, going no, to be... no, he's picking a French one. No, as well. It's like fucking Spain or some bullshit. I don't know. I think they speak Spanish huh? in it. Uh, we are going to be watching Unicorn Wars. Unicorn Wars. Unicorn that Wars. That sounds cool, at least. Yeah. What year did this come out? Last year. What? Yeah, there's a new movie. And it's from Spain? Some bullshit. I don't remember what country it's from. Let me... Here, I'm going to look it up right now. Here we go. Unicorn Wars. Yeah, 2022 film. Uh, Spanish French. So I was half right. There we go. There we go. So yeah, I'm excited for this movie. I've heard some good things about it. Uh, And yeah, that's about it. Now, Jackson... What's up, baby? Uh... Do you think we can pick a Patreon movie this time? Yeah, we should be able to. Are we just, like, totally skipping over Dylan? Yes. 
Let's go. I'm not opposed to that. All right. So yeah, the bot was broken last time because of some fucking data mismatch in the database. Uh, hopefully it works this time. Let's see. We're watching Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Nice. As submitted by our patron, uh, what uh, Spider Clan, a, a white supremacist Spider Man. There we go. And if nice. you'd also like excited. to suggest a movie, Tanner, tell the people about the Patreon. Everyone, if you enjoyed this, please go support us on Patreon, where for only $1 a month, you get early access to every episode as soon as we finish it. You also get to watch the pre and post show. You also get 500 slime coin and you get access to the discord where you can submit your own topic and movie recommendations and you get your name read out in every single episode just like our seven patrons jacob edwards hunter lucas ledette tutbot a gaping hot wet cum drenched boy pussy <laughs> joshua bean and topraman man wow you're telling me like all of that for just one dollar just one dollar that's incredible value also check us out on rumble youtube spotify apple podcasts google podcasts iHeartRadio, wherever the fuck you want to watch us watch us on all of them once and uh leave likes and reviews and you know tell people about our podcast and shit we're everywhere at this point you can't avoid us guapish is you screaming can't. at you in the face we're in your walls we're in your walls we're in your walls Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye.